Yo, 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 everybody. Welcome back to another Ship It Show. I'm Greg Sipes, the voice of Beast Boy from Teen Titans Go and all kinds of other characters that I know you love, but I know you love Tara Strong more than you love me. So I'm introducing my... <laughs> it's true, I do. Well, Aww, you're when it so comes cute. down to it, you're just the best and I love you so much. My co-host Tara Strong, what's happening, Mama Tara? I love you too, Beastie. I mean, BB Ray forever, baby. We're just... That's right. I can't wait till we do a BB Ray episode That's right here on the going show. To I know it's coming. A lot all the fans, all the listeners are asking for it every day. So. Oh, you know, it'd be so great if we could like do something live with that where all the fans are participating and yeah. maybe we could have a live chat going and, and do a really special BB Ray because it is, in my opinion... The most epic canonship ever. And I think it's also because we are also madly in love and it just seems to translate. So, but today up. we are talking Timmy and Trixie from the Fairly Odd Parents. Um, I do not have to intro this show. Everybody knows it. It was an insane amount of fun. We have some awesome guests today. We have Butch Hartman. Butch Hartman, who is. Uh, I'm meeting him for the first time, by the way. I today. know. I, it's unbelievable. And it's true. You know, we never had guest cast because the core cast were so versatile and we did a billion different extra voices um when we did of course they were awesome too d bradley baker was amazing we had so much fun doing that show um and the voice of trixie tang is going to be joining us dion kwan who is yeah. oh, such an extraordinary, extraordinary gift i just adore her so much i miss seeing her uh, we work together on the rugrats she's here too and the inspiration behind the drawing of the voice the stunning and insanely talented margaret tang and of course a surprise guest today on the ship it show because he is so important to this show carlos alizraki will be joining us too Everybody stick around because we're going to be auctioning off an amazing piece of Butch Hartman art. Pretty amazing. All you have to do is donate $20 or more to Mercy for Animals. On Twitter, we are um, going to put up a tweet and you can screenshot your donation below. Um, you can also email, leave a message on our website. Um, all you have to do is donate 20 bucks. We'll put it all in a big hat. We'll pull out a winner and you will get a one-of-a-kind drawing from Butch Hartman made live on the Ship It Show of Trixie Tang. Thank you guys so much and thank you Mercy for Animals for all you do for our furry friends and feathered friends. Peace, love, and animals, yo. <laughs> so join us today on The Ship It Show. Oh my goodness. Hi, Greg. Hi, beautiful. We, we can start right away introducing everybody because this is a huge ship. I didn't even realize how canon it was till I started opening the internet, which I don't recommend. It's a little bit scary. But um, hmm. we are exploring today Timmy and Trixie. So let's like jump right in and introduce our incredible guests because we are so stoked, honored, tickled to have them. Of course, my awesome host, Greg Excites. Yo, 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 yo. And, and my beautiful co-host, Tara Strong. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, so none of us would be here, of course, without Butch Hartman! Whoa! Hey, guys, how's it going? Good morning, Butch. I mean, I miss miss seeing you, Butch. You know, Tara, I I was just saying, as I got on this this, uh, call today, I have worked with you, and it blows my mind that we're even old enough to say this. I worked with you over 23 years and, and I saw you pretty much every week for those 23 years. And then the last couple of years, we haven't done the yeah. show, but I mean, really, there really wasn't a day or a week that went by that we didn't interact in some way. So I, I miss you tremendously. It's been a long, it's been a couple of years. I miss I you too. I miss you. But so- you got me beat, you have me beat by three years. I've been working with Tara for 20 years, almost every, every week. Um, oh my God, there's really? going to be so much love on this love ship. I, I want to quickly... She, Greg, she never mentioned you. I never even heard about you. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I never. Okay, Wait, what's your name again? 
Okay, well, you guys can fight over me after. Let's introduce everybody first, and then I want to dive into all the details, which there's going to be so many. I don't know how we're going to get through it all. But um, I also want to quickly introduce Margaret Tang, who is Margaret an absolute goddess and i'm so happy that she's here today she is an extraordinary voice director and um supermodel and great mama and we're gonna get into how she was the inspiration of the character design but for now just say hello miss beautiful mark hello thank you so much for having me on you guys oh my god we're so, so awesome. leave out she's a really she's a great surfer too Oh, really? no, I, I still need help. Greg, I'm coming down to Venice, so. Get down here. Let's Come do on, let's hop let's on the board. <laughs> okay, and our last guest before we get started is Dion, who unfortunately doesn't have a camera. Um, you guys are going to be blown away by my friend and her story. She is the voice of Trixie. Dion, please say hello to the world. Hello, so glad to be here, and wow. if you like a lovely reunion. I know. Oh, the blast from the past. Oh my God. Wow. Just hearing your voice makes my heart both sad and happy. I miss, I miss you too. I miss. First met Dion um, in the Rugrats. Um, she came in to do Kimmy. She's an extraordinary talent. We are going to get into all things magical about Dion, but let me just say that many people told her she could not have a voiceover career because she is legally blind. And Dion said, watch what I can do. And this woman brails all her own scripts. She's an inspiration to the world. And I'm honored to call you friend. Yes, indeed. Wow. Awesome. I mean, Dion, so I have a good. question. Dion, how old are you now? 42. Oh, what? You look, like you, you look like you were 13 when we were working together. No, she together. was literally 10 when I cast her. Yes. You walked in. Yes. You were 10. I believe I was like... 18, but okay. <laughs> you know what? It's because when we were kids, we looked really, really, I mean, I still look really young, but the same thing, like people say, oh, you were 13 when I cast you. And I'm like, no, I was 19, but okay. For we, we Let me just drop some knowledge. We, we are the eternal ones and we are never aging. We, th this is just a facade, everything you're seeing. Oh, the soul is eternal. Totally. That's true, that's true, that's, yeah. true. that's yeah. true, that's true. And especially those of us that make cartoons, we really get to be, you know, children forever. Well, yeah, I mean, Timmy's a 10-year-old boy forever, except when he wishes he was older. Okay, so let's start with <laughs> Butch, because Butch, it's like this, it's a monolith what we have to get through today. Okay, Butch, please tell us, just take us in the very beginning, Timmy Turner, Fairly Odd Parents, how you got this idea for this extraordinary show that has literally raised wow. generations of people every time I go to a comic-con thank you for my childhood fairly odd parents raised me we sat as a family like it's so important to people's childhood and then adulthood as they share it with their children so please tell us how you got the inspiration and how it all came to be oh well I'll try and condense it it's it's a not a super long story but I know we don't have a ton of time I have a little Timmy bobblehead here by the way he's our special oh. right I wish I had a bobblehead Oh my gosh, there he is. The, um, uh, the, uh, real quick, I was working at Cartoon Network, which Hanna-Barbera had just become Cartoon Network in the late 90s. I was working on the Johnny Bravo show. Hey, baby, what's up? Johnny Bravo. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, Van Partable, what a, what a master. Van Partable is the best. And so uh, we were working on Johnny Bravo. And the first season was done. And we were all going to lose our jobs. They were getting rid of all of us because the show was done. And I had a, a brand new daughter. And I needed a job. And I sat down and I'm like, I'm going to come up with my own show. I'm tired of working for other people. So I drew this little boy. And I just um, had this boy with a hat. I colored his hat blue, believe it or not. I had a blue marker. It ran out of ink. I did another drawing. Colored his hat pink because the pink marker had 
pink ink in it. And then I said, oh, this is a cool kid. And I, I thought, what can I do with this kid? I was going to have him do like, I wanted him to be able to move places really quickly. I thought I could have him try, teleport like with science, but I couldn't do science because Dexter's lab was already out. And so I thought, well, I, I could do magic. Okay, the kid can't have magic powers, but should I give him the powers or give him a friend? So I gave him like a magic friend. I drew Wanda first, like a fairy godmother, like a Cinderella thing. Mm. And that's pretty cool. I'd never seen a fairy godfather before. And I was working on, and so I drew a fairy godfather and Seinfeld had just released the show where uh, Kramer's name was revealed. His name was Cosmo. And I thought Cosmo was pretty funny. So I named him Cosmo. <laughs> and so- I pitched a show and I was under contract to Cartoon Network. I had to pitch it to Cartoon Network first. So I did and they turned it down. And so I went over to um, Fred Seibert at Nickelodeon and he said, yeah, we'll make a pilot out of it. So we made a pilot and then um, uh, Nickelodeon liked the pilot and they gave me three more episodes or four more episodes to do pretty much oh, by yes, myself. I had like one, yeah. Oh yeah. Cartoons. Yeah. The oh yeah. Cartoon show. So I had like, I did like four or five of those um, on my own basically. And then, um, they focus tested them and then uh, Nickelodeon really liked it. Focus test went well. And in 2001, we premiered it as a series. They only gave me six half hours though. We had six half hours. And um, what happened was the episodes were such a hit that they only had six half hours and they had to rerun those six half hours for a whole year. And we had to do little, but then we took those pilot episodes. We remade them into half hour episodes and, um, we had an original voice actress who had done the voice of Timmy first, Mary Kay Bergman, and she passed away. So Tara came in and took over for the voice and she had to redub all those episodes. And anyway, we kind of strung it together for a year till the new episodes could come out. So that's how it started. Yeah. Around there. What a great story. Amazing that's story. And also like such a story of um, persistence, you know, just cause one person says no. I mean, think about how huge of a hit. This wasn't just something that got picked up for a season. How many years did we do fairly odd parents? We did Fairly Odd Parents. Um, if you count my shorts that I did uh, from 1998 until 2018 when I left. So that's 20 years. We did 20 years of shows and they were always new shows. We never like, they, it's, well, it's funny. I did a YouTube video. Uh, they actually canceled Fairly Odd Parents like five times. We kept, remember Margaret? We kept, they canceled it. We'd have, I remember Terry too. We'd have, we'd have rap parties. They'd cancel it. Then they would bring it back. Then they would cancel it again. And I'm like, why are you guys keep canceling this show? I'm like, it's not going anywhere. I knew in my heart it wasn't going anywhere because the fans were so huge. And this is before social media really took off. You could just tell. We would remember the old rating system, you know, just real quick. If you got like a five rating, yeah. it was a huge rating. Fairly Odd Parents would get like eights and nines. We'd get like a 10 rating sometimes. Like it was just a massive hit and it was a real blessing. Wow. And we had such a great crew, amazing voices like with Tara and with uh, Darren uh, as Cosmo and Suzanne as Wanda. Of course, the amazing, um, uh, you know, Carlos Alzraki as Mr. Crocker, every, the whole list of characters that we had, Rob Paulson, all you guys. And Gray. so uh, uh, it was really Gray. a team effort. Gray, oh, Gray, oh my God, Gray is Vicky. Of <laughs> She's so forgettable. She is. She Gray's is. just so forgettable. Gray and I are in such a fight right now. I know. No, we love Gray, the amazing Gray Delisle. And uh, Gray is Vicky. And um, uh, everybody was such a utility player. And so I never really had to go outside of you guys as voices. I never really had to, you know, work with outside. This is why I never met Greg until like eight minutes ago. It's like we never had to use other voice people. You know, That's why we never cast you, Greg. We didn't. So it's true. Well, the, the funny thing I mean, is honestly, I've quickly fallen in love. I've quickly fallen in love with Butch. Like, for a while, you know, because I didn't know who he was, and I'm a little jealous of his success, and now, like, I'm in love with him. Yeah, you know, the show's uh, not, yeah. we're not doing the show anymore, you know, so. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Shows us. Uh, well, who knows? Nose. Who up. knows? I mean, Butch, like you said, it was canceled. Maybe maybe we'll do more one day. You never know. You I never know. But know. that's I another that's another thing you should think about, too. When someone says your show is over or your project is over or you're not going to do it, if there's any negativity, you've got to overcome that negativity and say, no, this is still moving on. We you know, I knew from the day one, I'm like, there's no way this show is going anywhere. Um, you know, because SpongeBob was the big show at the time. They kept putting SpongeBob on and SpongeBob. And then they would put Fairly Odd Parents on too. And I think there were a couple of times we even beat SpongeBob in the ratings. But, you know, I love SpongeBob. It's an amazing show. But I was like, hey, we got a good show over here too, guys. This is a pretty good show yeah. too. And, you know. I just want to say one thing too, because you are a unicorn and you're like this anomaly. So many people think they can do what you do, but you wrote the show. You were a regular writer on every episode. Mm-hmm. You drew, you designed all the original characters. I mean, you're an amazing artist. You could, he could draw Timmy for us in two seconds right now on a zoom. And like <laughs> she, you, you like, you drew it, you wrote it, you designed it. You helped out with the music. You were a voice on it. You were this handsome doctor that, Played golf a lot. That Dr. Dr. Rip Studwell. That's right. <laughs> and, and, and you directed. And a lot of writers think that they can, and some can, and some can't. But you are authentically one of those humans that can do it all. And maybe, can you talk a little about, about like, why you think that is? Like, you, first of all, you did some acting as a kid. You had, I remember your little headshot that you brought oh, in. Oh, what was it? The Snickers commercial? No. I did. Oh, I did like a, a, it was, no, it was a Canadian candy bar commercial. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're rock climbing or something. Yeah, I want to see it. That's we got to play that. We got to play that, Luke. Make sure we get that we video. Gotta we got to find that. that. We'll, we'll, we'll find that. We'll find that. But you really I, are, Butch. It's not, it's not common that people, oh. and also there's a, there's speak that you talk to actors with, and I'm sure Margaret will attest to this. If you say the wrong thing, you're going to turn an actor off or not get fun organic performances I mean, although Butch was pretty great at beating up his actors, it was do- always <laughs> yeah. done tongue in cheek and made us laugh. And you really are someone that masters all forms of. Oh, uh, you're so. I, let's you're, not leave out. Let's not leave out Butch. I think you've also you've been creating so much on your own recently too, like your own. Uh, what do you mean? Let's not leave out Butch. We're, we've been talking. The <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Time. Let's not leave out. The, don't, don't limit him to the master's ideas. He's even a bigger master's because I think he's also been creating all these new cartoons on his own too. He's got his own like network, right? Yeah, yeah. We're we're we're, we're launching a brand new streaming service uh, probably in the next uh, year to eighteen months. It'll be all family friendly entertainment. Uh, it'll be really really cool. I think you guys are really good. Cool. Yeah, Which is it. such a huge undertaking. It you is. You must really love 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 what you do, man, because Thank it's you, a lot of work. Your guy, yeah. I'm, I'm coming back on. You guys are just too nice to me. This is very kind. <laughs> no, but I was going to say, Tara, the thing was, I did do some acting as a kid, but you know what? I just loved having fun with you guys because to me, the um, the whole show wouldn't even come alive really until we had the voice actors in there. You guys always made everything better. Like the great thing was once I got once I got to know you, we would write scripts. Like the first couple of scripts, we got to know each other and stuff, and we'd write funny lines, and you guys would kill it and do a great job. But then once we got to know you, I could say, look, we can write this line, and Tara will kill this. It, it doesn't sound funny to me right now. It's a funny line, but I know Tara will just crush this when she says it. Or Darren will destroy Darren will destroy <laughs> when he, yeah. you know, does this line. So once you get to know the characters, you can really just start writing to them. And you guys made that so much easier. And then when we would do songs, we would do amazing songs on the show. Great you songs. guys would sing as the characters. We, we did a whole musical episode because okay. you guys were so uh-huh. talented. At I singing. loved those episodes. I oh, wish every so day great. could be Christmas. My God, I know. how foolish I was. <laughs> I mean, what about my shiny teeth? That's what has like a million views or something on YouTube, my shiny. That is a huge song. And we got yeah. one of the, in, back when NSYNC was like the hot boy band, we got one of the guys from NSYNC to sing to beat ship Skylark. We got, it was Chris Kirkpatrick. Uh, he tells me to this day, he goes, 
that effing song. I'm more famous for that effing song than anything I did with NSYNC. And he tells me that. All. Wow. I love that so wow. much. I love that so much. Okay, so we're going to talk about that more, but I, I also want to bring in some of our other guests. So Butch, yes, when you decided that Timmy should have a crush on someone, tell us where you got some inspiration to bring alive this. Well, um, I think it. I, I wanted to design a girl that obviously there were there were two girls in the show that Timmy dealt with romantically there was the girl who loved him but he didn't like that was Tootie the annoying little girl down the street who loved Timmy and Gray did the voice of that character just crushed that it was so funny and then um, I, I wanted Timmy to have a love a girl that he could never attain and it was I, I so I decided to have draw this beautiful girl and uh, of course there was this beautiful girl sitting outside of my office I had this office at Nickelodeon and uh, there was a cubicle outside and there was this girl named Margaret Tang sitting outside of my outside of my desk and um I like the name Tang, but I wasn't hot on the name Margaret. No offense, Margaret. I thought, I thought okay. Tang is cool, but I like okay. alliterative names. I like like Timmy Turner. I like, you know, right. Clark Kent, you know, Peter Parker. So I'm like Tang. And I thought, I, I remember Speed Racer back in the day had a girlfriend named Trixie. I always thought the name Trixie was cool. So I, I named Trixie after Speed Racer's girlfriend. So it was Trixie Tang. And that's where the name Aww. came from. And Margaret, wow. based on you, Margaret. That's where <laughs> it came you. from. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I remember when he presented that character to me, he's like, what do you think? And I was like, oh, she's cute, really cute. I was like, is she Asian? Are we bringing ethnicity and, you know, everything into the works now? And he's like, yeah. And I think um, Trixie Tang sounds good. Hmm. And then weeks go by, he's working on her. And then he asked me, he was so busy doing something. And he asked me <laughs> to do a favor for him with whatever he was doing. And I was doing other work and I kind of playfully said no. And I was like, no, I don't really have time. Can you find someone else a PA to help you? He was like, hmm, Trixie Chang is starting to sound a little better. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, I'll do it, I'll do it. <laughs> do you remember that? Trixie Chang, yeah. yeah. Trixie, Trixie Grabowski is sounding really good right about now. Yeah. <laughs> I love exactly. that story so much. Like real life beauty just inspired this adorable character that many people grow in love. There's a lot of cosplay we were searching online. I'm sure we can oh, share some I of that. Um, Even my own and daughter, my daughter Carly, she's 23, she's, excuse me, she's 25. She's 25 and she actually looks like Trixie Tang. She has long black hair. And, oh, yeah, and she does. She does. She's, she's a got gorgeous exotic girl. features yes. and she looks like Trixie. And so she dressed up like Trixie for Halloween once, too. It's really cool. Awesome. We have the design set of this awesome character. And then, of course, starts the search for the voice. You want to tell mm -hmm. us a little about, about searching and casting for her voice? Well, Margaret, I think was the you were the casting person at the time, right, yes, Margaret? And I think I back mm -hmm. back then, what we would just do is um, again, this is as the internet was young. We nowadays, you basically get a bunch of files of voices and you listen to them and don't really get to meet anybody in person. Uh, but back then, we would actually call people in. I believe we didn't. Didn't we do a call in? We had people actually coming and audition in front of us back then. We right, did. I mean, the good old days. Yeah, yeah. First, we we wanted to stay politically correct and. Um, try to, you know, throw the cast, the net out for Asian voiceover actors yeah. only. But yep. that did not provide us many um, <laughs> at the time. <laughs> but Dion was uh, introduced, to, introduced to us by DPN. Um, and she came in and just killed it, knocked it out. Yeah. When she was 10 years old. 
<laughs> Dion, that's not quite true. Let, let's hear your version of the, of the events. <laughs> so, uh, yes, I remember going into the studio and I, I think I was something more like 18 or 20, but you know, um, <laughs> sure, uh, you know, 10, sure. Okay. Let's, let's go with it. No. Let's go with it. Um, so yeah, um, I, at that point I was living in Northern California. So I was, I think commuting to, to do uh, Rugrats stuff once a week from Northern California. And DPN said, there's an audition for you, you know, at home before I go in, I, I, I braille my scripts and got on a plane and came and my uncle would pick me up from the airport, me and my mom at that point. And we went to do the work on Rugrats and then to do this audition. That's how it was. And I do remember being, I believe, 20 when that happened. Amazing. Hey, oh, <laughs> I, I, I want to talk to you about um, you getting your start and brailing your scripts, because I remember you coming in. The, the group records, by the way, for Fairly Odd Parents were the most fun. Hands down, like nothing will ever be. I mean, Titans is close. Yeah. Hey. Titans is close. <laughs> but, but nothing will ever be that particular flavor of fun. It really was just a big fucking party and we would just like i don't know we would do two episodes back to back pages side by side and it was really fast paced and dion brailed the entire script so she would know um what her lead in line is she would read everybody's script so dion would you just take us down that process and maybe um a few stories about people that said this is not something that you could do and then you prevailed and i think you're such a hero so could you give people like a little bit of the backstory of how you got to where you where you were these amazing characters Absolutely. So to start at the beginning, then, not only was I born with legally blind, but I also had a lot of chronic illness. So a lot of people, they didn't say I couldn't make it. They said I'd have to try extra hard, that I'd have to be extraordinary and nothing less would do. And I had to live with that. And that was um, that brought in a lot of, you know, self-criticism. And it was it was a harsh reality to to be told the only way I could make it was to be the most extraordinary. And there were maybe about three people who, who told me that growing up. And I started doing voiceover. Uh, I got my first job at 13. So, Same? Yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. And because I was so quiet and took everything in, I think the people forgot that I was not a, an adult, that I was an adolescent going through awkward life. And... So they would talk to me like I was an adult and tell me that I needed to be extraordinary to succeed, that that was the only way for me to, to get through. And then my mom uh, was helping me through because I started at 13, initially before computers really became so easy for me to use, that the scripts had to be faxed to me and then she'd have to read me my lines and my cue lines. And then eventually, you know, I felt more autonomous as scripts were emailed to me and I could read them myself and uh, braille them myself. And, and how is that process? Is it a, at the time when you were younger, you had a machine that would braille it as your, your mom dictated and you would braille it in a machine? Yes. I, it looks a little like a stenographer's machine, I guess, is what I've been told. Well, you um, are extraordinary. And actually, that's a fact today in, in all areas of acting. You have to be extraordinary. There's so many people that want to be in this business. 
And I, I think, I mean, you really are so extraordinary, Dion. Not just because you overcame all the, these obstacles, but you had the cutest, she, was she not the cutest, the cutest little voice? Oh my God, yeah, absolutely. actress. And mm-hmm. you were so amazing. So I'm so happy that you overcame. And Trixie, I think Trixie's got a lot of memes out there. There's a ton of Trixie tanks. Oh. Oh my God, she's so popular. Like when, you, when you start searching <laughs> the internet for this um, love ship, it gets a little scary. It's oh my God. Scary. And maybe because Timmy was 10 when he met her, really 10. Um, but don't look Don't look on the internet. At this right. point. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Just don't. <laughs> I will just take your word for it and leave it at Jan, that. you know what? You'd be happy that you can't see what they did to me and you in animation. Okay? Oh no. <laughs> Um, I remember when we called for Dion, um, your agent at the time, or still is, you know, she didn't sell you to me as being legally blind. Like she didn't let any of us know, which is a good thing, I think, because no handicaps, of course, we would take anything into consideration. But, um, you know, she gave me your name and I said, yeah, let's have her in. And then when you came in at the time, I think you brailed your own sides. And so when you walked in, I was like, this is amazing. This is, mm. you know, so cool. And then of course we made extra time to get your script ready. So you had much more time to prepare and brail the entire script. So I do remember going through It was all that. so much fun. Butch, are you sure we can't do more? <laughs> yeah, really? Can we do more? I'm, I'm, I'm working on it, kids. Don't, I'm, uh, you know, uh, there's always rumors of, uh, uh, listen, you would hope they would want to do more of a show like that. It's it's such a great fun show. It's got tons of legs left on it, you know. But a kid who can wish for anything and and get it and but it's always screwed up. I mean, it's it's a great, you know, premise and I think it could go. Plus like I always said though, the main thing to my some of the writers all the time, these characters have to be the best thing about the show. I know it's magic. I know there's cool things we can do, but if the characters aren't funny, like, you know, I think you could say Cosmo is a super funny character. No matter where you put Cosmo, something stupid is going to happen. And people, it's He's like, so me. stupid. <laughs> I mean, and yeah, I, it was true. so fun. He, I, I, anything he said was hilarious. Like he made a nickel hilarious. Like right. I, oh, he's Darren Norris. What a super talent. Everybody on the show was so talented. Maddie Taylor, who's the magical dog. I mean, I know. it was hilarious. Everything he did. And Suzanne Blakesley. Let's take a minute to honor that woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, what an extraordinary gift I saw her on Forbidden Broadway. I was blown away. Oh, yeah. So great. So amazing. And so and then Carlos, com- Carlos comes in as uh, as Mr. Crocker. Hello, Mr. Yeah. Crocker. And Mr. Crocker wasn't even supposed to be a big character. He was supposed to be like in one yeah. episode. But Derek, but Carlos was so funny. We're like, we got to bring this guy back. We got to keep so bringing- funny. Yeah. And then he was a million other characters. Yeah. Mondissimo. Mondissimo Magnifico. Yes, they did. Sexy. <laughs> better. Exactly. Was it Croc? No, it wasn't Croc. It was that one character where he always had to give himself the inspiration. So he would say, Butch Hartman, right? Oh, yeah, he started his line, yeah. right? It was the mayor. God, was, was yeah, Doug Dimmodome. Yes. <laughs> that was Jim Ward. No, Jim Ward did Doug Oh, Dimmodome. right. Jim Ward was Doug Dimmodome. Right, right, right. Sorry. Yeah, Jim Ward. I'm Doug it was Dimmodome. the name. It was the, was it the neighbor, Dinkelberg? Dinkelberg, that was who Carlos was. Yeah, Hi, yeah, that's that's when he would say Butch Hartman Butch when he Hartman. was doing. Dinkelberg. No, he would also do the, the mayor. I'm the mayor. Butch the Hartman. mayor. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> right. Right. And then Tell Butch. The and then Butch Hartman came on the show. 
Oh, I was going to say, I want to play Butch. <laughs> no, but yeah, Butch right. <laughs> you can do a good job, I think, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, came on the show, I, I came on the show as a, a fairy doctor, Dr. Rip Studwell, who was uh, more of a soap opera actor than a doctor. He'd be like, oh, my gosh, this is terrible. What's the matter? Is he going to die, doctor? No, my headshot looks horrible. Look at this, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. You know, it was very Oh, my funny. God, that was so funny. Yeah. Um, so can you guys, like, outline or maybe Butch – if any of you guys have memories of like a really good sort of Trixie Timmy storyline that we can talk about an episode where they really got to have some fun together. There was one, I think there's a famous one. It's, it's one of the most famous ones where uh, Timmy and Trixie, Timmy wishes everybody in the world was gone except for him and Trixie. Well, so he can finally be alone with Trixie. And then um, he's alone with her, but she's completely nuts. <laughs> she's completely <laughs> insane. Every four seconds, she's like, tell me I'm pretty. Tell me I'm pretty. Yeah. I'm pretty. He's trying to That's escape. That's my favorite episode. <laughs> Dion, Dion, give it to us. Give it to us. Right. Tell me I'm pretty. Tell me I'm pretty. That was it. That's the line. Oh yeah, my gosh! Very memed in her eyes, like twitching. In her eyes red. Said so. It was so funny. Oh my god! Oh my yeah. god! That's well, that, we look forward. We always look forward to that. Like we'd write these episodes. It takes like two, three weeks to write the episode. We'd work on it really, really hard, and then bring it to you guys. You guys were always so cool because you would take what we did, and you would but just plus it. You would plus everything that we did. That's what we got through these things so quick. It's like, look, we love the script. The actors are crushing it. Let's just, you know, we don't need to be in here for five hours. Sometimes it took longer. We'd be in there, but we would get in and out. Remember what? We would do recordings in an hour. We'd record no, all no, the I, th so This quick. is what I would say to other people when, whenever I was doing a comedic show and they would belabor it and every line and every gasp and everything would be like, you know, sometimes the director doesn't know how to say what he wants. Like, can you do it like this? And line read, like every single thing, taking away anything organic, funny. And I was like, guys, we would do Fairly Odd Parents two episodes in like an hour or two hours. Right. Right. back to back playing off each other to have authentic comedic timing and actually butch there is still to this day no one that does it as runs that ship as well as you that was an oh, amazing wow. yeah so and true. and it was so fun yeah. to come in and do adr and watch it all animated for the first time and oh yeah it was such a colorful show and i mean it's so important in people's Childhood. It means the world to me that people still, they, they, I'm, you know, because I do a lot of things on TikTok now and all the people on TikTok are just commenting, oh, I love this. It made my childhood. It's just an honor to always hear that. I never take it for granted. I never, ever um, uh, am just saying, oh, this could happen to anybody. It's, it's, a, it's a true blessing. And I'm very grateful for everybody who's a fan and still a fan. And so thank you to everybody out there who's a fairly odd fan. Yeah. Butch, talk to us a little about, about what you're doing on TikTok. And, and it, is, it is fun to see all the people responding and still loving everything that we did. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, what's cool now with social media, especially like with YouTube and TikTok and things like that, I can still be creative and still interact with the fans, which is very important to me. I love, I love talking to the fans. I love encouraging young people to follow their goals too. You know, I really love showing them that, look, you guys, you can, you can become a cartoonist or become a writer or an actor. Just, you have to get out of your comfort zone and take a risk or two and get out there and do it. But anyone can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. And I want, I want, you know, YouTube and TikTok is a great way to, to uh, encourage that. And, you know, I, I tell a lot of behind the scenes stories on my YouTube channel. We talk about, you know, uh, just certain ways I did characters, certain ways we did storyboards, how certain episodes came about and all this sort of stuff. It's really fun and kind of go in depth on YouTube. TikTok is very short form, but I can show cool drawings and fun little behind the scenes things. Like, could you draw Timmy and Trixie right now really quick? Oh my gosh, I was drawing Timmy as we were sitting here. Look at this oh, right here. Okay, 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 but you have oh, to do it. You have that. to do Trixie now, like live on the show. Like Trixie right over here? Yeah. Well, I don't know if I can draw it. Oh, I have to turn my, okay, one second. Let me see if I can draw her. Okay, I'm holding up this paper. <laughs> this is bad if I'm holding it. This is so good. So amazing. Can you guys, see that? Can you guys yeah, see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Dion, he's got this little sketch pad and he's drawing you in like two seconds. Oh my gosh. Wait, so wait, so I'm gonna draw Trixie here. And I've, let me see, there's, can you see the top of her head there? Can you guys see that? It's already better than anything I could draw. This is the worst drawing I've ever done in my life. Why don't you guys do that? Well, you got the bowl cut veins right. So that's all that. There we go. Now she's got a turtle. She has a turtleneck on too. She wears a purple turtleneck. Yes, she did. Oh, here's the headband. Her little eyes right here. This is so cool. So cool. And then her eyebrows and her little mouth, and that's there, there's her face. I'll just oh, do it. oh my god, he's we got so Timmy fast. And Trixie, oh, yeah. God. Well, you know what's funny? I've been drawing these characters for over 20 years, and when you draw them pretty much every day, you, just, it, you could draw them. You really could draw them. <laughs> I could do that for 40 years, and it would still look like poop. Oh, <laughs> but, you're but, from Canada. So you're from Canada, so it's like 45 years. It's like, right. Uh, I I'm, I love watching you at Comic Cons too, because people line up for you, and you draw them so fast. You whatever people uh, want, you'll just well, you've got the lines at Comic Con. You've got the big lines. Tara Tara Tara, Tara t- kind of taught me how to behave at Comic Con. Because I was at a Comic Con once, and she's like, "How much did you charge for that?" I went, "I went like five dollars." She goes, "Honey, let me talk to you. She goes, come over here." <laughs> she goes, "She, I, it was just, she was, she gave me a little bit of advice." I was like, "Okay, cool." But uh, no, Tara is the Comic Con queen, and so you gotta, you gotta uh, listen to her on all that stuff. I, I love, I love cons. I miss going. You know, I did that me for, too. Uh, for Tom Kenny too. Tom was, you know, people in line they they pay for a picture, autograph, or video, or whatever. He was doing like pictures for sixty and like videos for twenty, and like all day with ah, like all. Day he's like doing the the SpongeBob laugh and I can see like his veins popping. I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? Reverse it. Charge sixty for the video. Thanks, Tara. <laughs> yeah. No, oh my we god. We just get excited to interact, you know, and it, it's a joy and so it's, it's really fun. And um, I I'm just thankful to all the fans out there. Like not only for Fairly Odd then, but even the people that keep it alive now today. I really think it's a show that really could do even more if we want to keep doing it. But one hundred percent. It could definitely be, and I. Know I think you should give away that that drawing today on the show. Oh, well, cool. we could yeah. we could auction it. Sign in, auction it off. Auction it for me. charity. Ooh, there you go. Let's well, do that. Well, cool. we gotta finish the body. Yeah, finish, finish the, body. the body. Finish the body, and then we'll 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 and draw get, a big heart. In we'll the get that I, I auctioned off for. I could I could finish that. But I mean, maybe we'll do. Heart. Let's do mercy for animals. Let's do mercy for animals. Yeah, that's cool. We're gonna we'll auction that off, and we'll figure out how to do that on on the. Love on the it. Twitter, no, on the Twitter. Margaret, on the Twitter. Margaret, let's all, also talk about all the stuff that you're doing and how people can find you on social media. You are an extraordinary director. You are long gone from being ogled at by Butch Hartman. <laughs> 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 She's her own. Oh, cute. And tell us, like, I'm sure the fans would love to know some of your bigger video games, some of the stuff we've done together. Um. Well, I met Tara... Um, Casting her is as Timmy Turner and Fairly Odd Parents, and Thanks working for that. with you for <laughs> over twenty years. You know, um, Greg, I met you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I met I you. No, I so met you ago. working on. Um, oh my God, Love Thy Neighbor or something. It was exactly. Yeah, it was like a religious. <laughs> animated show <laughs> but from then on i mean i've worked with you on various projects um but uh ben 10 video games to mm-hmm, be specific mm-hmm. 
But my job these days, basically casting and voice directing a ton of video games. Um, we did the first three Call of Duties, which I'm sure everyone knows about. Um, mm -hmm. That was a rough game just because it was one of the very first war games. And so screaming your head off for four hours was not a good thing to do. And I remember after the first session, I sent all the actors um, packets of coat throat tea in the mail with a thank you letter. And I said, thank you so much for doing this. I feel so bad. There's a little <laughs> healing aid, you know? So I felt, oh, I felt tremendously bad. And where can everybody find you on social media? On Instagram, I am Margaret Tang Schaefer. Um, and Facebook, Margaret Tang. And that's it. <laughs> oh, you don't do Twitter? This is now, this is now Trixie Tang Schaefer. Oh, oh. Wow. Wow. Wait, you know Yeah, Timmy. <laughs> Never. Oh, well. and everyone listening and watching, you could win that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which she would still have the three T's if she took on Timmy's name. That's yeah, right. That's right. Yeah. Tang Turner. That's right. That's Tang Turner. That's, that's, that's awesome. Cool. I like <laughs> I'm not so sure about that. Dion. We're going to talk about this later. Um, Dion, tell everybody what you're up to and where they can find you on social media, too. I, I couldn't find you on. Are you on Twitter? I'm not um, on Twitter. I'm not on much social media at the time. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> you're not missing anything. It's fine. Yeah. In Butch, in your space right now, is this where you do much of your drawing? This is my home office right here. And I have another office in Calabasas that I uh, rent and I have a production office over there. And we do a lot of our YouTube stuff over there. And uh, I did a YouTube series um, last year called The Hobby Kids that was on, that's actually was directly to YouTube. And then there's a whole bunch of other things we're working on right now. And uh, I'm real excited to share those when I can. So I'm looking forward okay. to that. Cool. And you're just at Butch Hartman everywhere. At Butch Hartman, Twitter, I'm on, it's at Real Hartman, but I don't really go on Twitter that often, but I'm at Butch Hartman pretty much everywhere else, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, Dion, do you have anything else you want to add before we let everybody go? I, I love that you're auctioning that drawing and, and that charity sounds amazing. They and, are. Yeah. They, they really work to end uh, cruelty and factory farming and bring awareness to- I love, love animals. Oh my gosh, yeah. they're so we special. They are our friends, not food. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I am so stoked that you guys all came today. I'm really grateful. And it is such an important ship. People love them together so much. It's so cute. I love all, I love mo most of the art that it's inspired. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm the same um, way. I'm the same yeah. way. Um, Greg, do you have anything else? Other than pitching yourself to whatever they're casting, do you have anything? Else? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just had a really good time. Thank you all for being on. Yeah, thanks. Okay, no, guys, guys awesome. it's my Thank honor. You. Margaret, so good to see you again. And Tara, always great, great to see you. you. Dion, Thank so guys. great. All you guys. Dion, great to see you too. And and Greg, bro, great meeting you, homie. <laughs> nice to meet you, brother. All right, Finally. <laughs> I hope soon we can all be together in person. I miss you guys a lot. Right. All right, you got we'll it. Have you. a great time, guys. And thanks yeah. again. Thank Let's you. do this again. Love all of you guys. Thanks, guys. Peace, love, and animals. Love you. See you later. Bye, Butch. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. You're welcome. See you guys later. So even though our show is about love, we should also sometimes focus on the opposite side of that coin, which is hate. And nobody hates the Fairly Odd Parents or fairies more than Carlos Alzraki. Woo! Thanks for joining us, Carlos. Carlos. <laughs> 
<laughs> Carlos, Carlos, say hello to everyone on the Ship It Show and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you and how you got to be on the Fairly Odd Parents. Buenos dias, toda la gente del Ship It Show. Uh, good morning, everybody on the Ship It Show. Uh, I'm Carlos Alizraki. I've been privileged to work with both Greg Sibes and, and Tara Strong. Met Tara years ago, many years ago, when I didn't used to really look like Crocker. Um, <laughs> Uh, maybe 19 years ago, something like that, yeah. uh, as we were all part of this wonderful cast of uh, working with Butch Hartman uh, on uh, Fairly Odd Parents. And it's, that's just uh, one of the unique families that we all get to be part of when we do this great, wonderful voiceover uh, stuff. Amen. Yeah. Amen. When you first saw that drawing, I mean, he's so funny. Like, what did you think? How did you come up with that voice? It's really pretty special. Well, I knew that, you know, that tight neck was a stress thing. And I've always told people, you, you borrow from the best. It was a mix of Gene Wilder, Richard Dreyfus, and obviously mm. Harry Shearer's Montgomery Burns, you know, Smithers' revenge is a dashed, best served cold. Oh, hello, brown shoes. And then you had, <laughs> set a give. And then you had, I don't like panties hanging on the rod. And you get, Timmy Turner, his fairies, fairies. So mixed it all together. <laughs> and there it was. And Butch uh, helped me get there as well. I think Butch added that desperation and that tinge of motherly uh, pressure and anger. Speaking of motherly, you also played your own mother. Yes, I did. Denzel, mommy needs a washing. Well, wash your stuff, you bet. <laughs> what range? What range? Oh, Carlos is one of those crazy, insanely talented fools that makes us yeah. all look like. But I do remember, thank you, Greg, and I do remember early on that, you know, Butch was a tough love guy that would shake all of our confidences, respectively, <laughs> at the same time. Like, am I any good anymore? Like, Butch would be like, nice try, try acting. And, and I remember I one remember time you, you did something, you tried a voice, and he went, no, no, no. And we were all like, no, no, no. Like, how to make someone feel, like, terrible about the performance. But Tara, being quintessentially Canadian, I remember there was times where I was struggling with it, and she pulled me aside and said, no, dude, you're really amazing on the show sometimes. Don't let it get to you. And that's, that's a really great uh, comfort from a pro that all of us need. Um, and no matter what level we are, you know, we've been doing this X amount of so years. So true. Sometimes we need our fellow voiceover actors to go, dude, you're, uh, you're kicking butt. You're amazing. Um, and I, I often tell you uh, and Greg how, you know, important you are in my kids' lives. You know, they love, 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 love teenage. I mean, um, Teen Titans, Teen Titans, Teenage Mutant. But, you know, <laughs> oh, please, boy, no, it's Raven. And so... We always need that uh, re reinforcement and uh, and. Uh, no, that's absolutely true. I, I see it all the time, whether it's on camera or voiceover, like we're performers at heart. So no matter how long we've been doing it, we still need to hear, hey, you did a great job or that was awesome. And yes. it's, it's- Tell me again how good I am. Oh my God, you're the greatest. You're the greatest of all time. Second to Carlos. But it's, <laughs> it's true. And, and conscientious actors that- most are, you'd be hard pressed to find someone that doesn't give a shit about what they're doing with every cell in their body. So it's important to let the actors know, yeah, you're doing a great job. People are loving what you do. And you really are like, let's just go down the list for people that don't know. You're like yeah. regular characters on Fairly Odd Parents. You were obviously Crocker, Crocker's mom. You were um, the mayor. And the mayor too. There wasn't much difference between the mayor and uh, Dinkelberg. Dinkelberg. Yeah, hey, a neighbor, and I'm the mayor. So give, give us a Dinkelberg line. Yeah, hey, a neighbor, I like your new lawn. 
And then, and then Darren would always go, Dinkelberg. So funny. Oh my God. You were so funny. We laughed so much. And also aside from all the funny stuff that went on behind the scenes, out of nowhere, Carlos would do this brilliant cat. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, where is that coming from? And And they eventually put it on the show. Game girlfriend. Hey, look, mother, I'm spending my evening with girlfriend. (laughs) But, uh, I would often revel, and I've always recounted this in all my interviews, and uh, I'll be doing something with Bowser shortly. I, I always say that I would just sit back and watch you and Darius and the unheralded, super underrated Suzanne Blakesley, who's just so facile, but you know she's so tranquil and calm and just amazing. And I would watch you, and then we added Kari Walgren, and then Jeff Bennett would be coming in, and he would play his Catman. And I'd sit back and oh watch the symphony and go, I am honored and in awe to be a part of this group, because we'd be cracking up. Yeah. Such That's rain. why the show was so successful, huh? Yeah. Oh, my I God. Know. It was a family. Uh, you're going to have to give us a fairy's line, too. You're going to have to yes. give us. Give me two names. I know what happened. It's all because of, hey, God, parents! And as you know, as you guys know, at a con, oh my when you're thousands of people, you have to cheat some of those voices, right? So I know the Beast Boy can always be like, waffles, waffles, waffles. He's be like, waffles, waffles, because I've done this a thousand times. Or, you know, we have to. And so my con version of that, fairies, is like, fairies! It's, it's a place where I can keep it and replicate it thousands of times, you know? Oh my God. Carlos, what's the weirdest con experience you've ever had with fans? With, uh, with, with this project, Fairly Odd Parents. Well, obviously seeing kids come up, and I would have to say the most interactive fun I've ever had, because I think it was one of the few times I've been right beside you and Tara in Toronto, the last fan expo, I could be like, you know, I'd, I'd hear like, uh, oh my gosh, we love Timmy Turner. And I'm like, what about me? Over here. And Tara would like shove him over to me. Shut oh. up, Cracker. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Leave me alone, woman. Why is her line longer than mine? It's Crazy old goat. <laughs> I wish you'd go away. Yeah, I wish you'd learn to come out of me. Have price. <laughs> but that was some of the ones, uh, funner ones with, with Crocker. But uh, it's just seeing, as you know, like adults dressed as your character. Um, I can't think of a specific con or adults and children, like dad's Crocker, mom's Crocker, and the, and the kid is Crocker. And it's like, wow, you guys really love this character. So, <laughs> so I got a question for you. This is, the, this, is, this is the ship of show and we're exploring, you know, ships. What is your ship? What do you ship the most? It doesn't even have to have anything to do with Fairly Odd Parents. With the act of shipping, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> wow, the shipping the show. I would say that I ship and my wife ships um, shoes. We're big <laughs> sneaker shippers. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? Like a Nike and a Reebok this together? This show just got weirder. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard a ship like that. Oh my God. Um, okay, but before we forget, Carlos, tell everybody uh, where we can find you on social media and anything that you want to plug or promote, stuff that you're up to. Yeah, um, plugging the Casa Grandes on Nickelodeon. I think it's a wonderful show. We're missing Greg Sipes and Tara Strong from that show. We have many guests. The Casa Grandes, um, I'm working on, uh, I got a job, I'm on Victor and Valentino. I got to, uh, somebody graciously because of, I guess, uh, the current uh, climate uh, let a job go, and so now I'm Victor and Valentino as Miguelito. What's going on, guys? Um, and also Trece, a Filipino cartoon that I'm doing with uh, Eric Bausa. Trece, I get to do a slight Filipino accent. And next year, Maya and the Three with the uh, inimitable genius Jorge Gutierrez. 
And Reno 911, we think it's going somewhere. We know Quibi's shut down. We just finished filming that. But I am on Instagram at Carlos Ellis Rocky. On Twitter, same handle, TikTok. And my website is Carlos at Carlos Ellis Rocky. It's too bad you're not busy. It's too bad you're not busy. Um, Also, just for the fans who don't know, you were the voice of a very famous little dog. Oh, yo quiero Taco Bell. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he was the Taco Bell dog. Yeah. Wow. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. Uh, Carlos, you know, it's, we, it's true. This show is all about love and celebrating love and relationships. If Crocker could be in a relationship with any animated character, who would he be in a relationship Ooh, with? Let me see. You know what? Just because she has the same temperament with kids. Vicky! There, I said it! Oh my gosh. Wow, that would be like the most awesome and destructive couple ever. Like they would kill everybody and each other. I hate fairies as much as you hate children. I'm in love with you. Uh, I want a fanfic script written by you all listening. Uh, right, we need, a, we need a fanfic of, of Crocker and, and Icky Vicky. Who, I mean, yeah. Gray was brilliant on that show. She was just, oh, what a fun show. I miss that show so much. It would be so nice if we got got to do some more. Thank you so much for popping in. I just thought it was so important because we, we talked about you and like I said, it was about Timmy and Trixie, but you kept popping up. So thanks for popping in. Yeah, you're welcome. You guys are brilliant. I'm Love you, Carlos. Love you. Bye, Carlos. Thanks for being on the Ship It Show, man. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> he's so cute. We had such a packed show and so many fantastic guests. We didn't have enough time to have a cosplayer on, but we're going to share with you some of our favorite Trixie Timmy inspired cosplayers, Halloween costumes. They're so cute. There was this one girl I really wanted to have her on the show and I wish I spoke Spanish. She's so stunning and she, she's an awesome. awesome Trixie Tang. They're so cute. And I just love seeing these people at cons too. When people dress as the fairly odd parents as any of the characters at cons are so cute. They always have like their floaty crowns or little baby poofs. It's really cute. Well, you know, we all love our fan fiction here on The Ship It Show, so please keep continuing to submit it, and we're going to go ahead and pick our favorites and have you all record them at home. Send us here at The Ship It Show the videos of you all recording the fanfic, and we're going to feature you all, so keep the, the fanfic coming. We love it. Don't forget, you can win an original Butch Hartman drawing that he drew today live on The Ship It Show. How do they win that, Tara? Pretty amazing. All you have to do is donate $20 or more to Mercy for Animals. On Twitter, we are um, going to put up a tweet, and you can screenshot your donation below. Um, you can also email, leave a message on our website. Um, all you have to do is donate 20 bucks. We'll put it all in a big hat. We'll pull out a winner, and you will get a one-of-a-kind drawing from Butch Hartman made live on The Ship It Show of Trixie Tang. Thank you guys so much. And thank you, Mercy for Animals, for all you do for our furry friends and feathered friends. Peace, love, and animals, yo. <laughs> I wish you guys had a great time at the Timmy Trixie Ship It Show. I sure did. I loved everybody that we had on the Ship It Show today. So Bless much you. fun. Beautiful. Make sure you like and subscribe and find us where you find your favorite podcasts. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. <laughs>